Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gaudi Podcast. Uh, this is the podcast by the University of Aberdeen Student Newspaper. I'm Matthew. I do events and social media and some other stuff uh, for the Gaudi. I'm joined today by our news editor, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello. Nice to be back. Yes. Thanks. And a, and a newcomer to the podcast uh, who's just revealed he's never listened to it before. So there's already some tension. Uh, <laughs> Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I'll I promise as soon as we finish this recording, I'm gonna just go and look up all the previous things and podcasts, which I recommend you guys to check out too, by the way. Well, exactly. And this, you know, this is this is this is disturbing news that you've not listened to it, but uh there'll be a quiz tomorrow on, on our past episodes, uh, which has included topics such as what is the best toilet on campus. So oh, I think topic. I remember that. exactly so it's good it's fine um so we released the second edition of the gaudi this year uh last week um we spoke about on the last podcast of rory how the gaudi had come back from the abyss of not publishing during the pandemic we are back but in an alternative form as uh an e-paper essentially um how have you guys found the transition from from you know throughout the pandemic and working for the Gaudi throughout the pandemic and now being an online paper we'll go to Ishti first well for those who don't know me besides being the international editor I'm also like doing production um I'm getting more and more out of it because uh it's not it's 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 a hard work but um yeah so what I would say that was the most difficult like to to produce a paper in InDesign online from from your home, it's a lot harder because obviously you've got like smaller screens and uh, yeah, and uh, I mean not even two but only one small screen, and uh, we we like we had some troubles with getting access to our files and things like that. So that that was harder. But from the editor's point of view, it's. It's basically the same, even though I miss a tons the paper edition of the Gaudi and picking it up, picking it up in, in in campus. Yeah, I think that's the same for a lot of us. What about you, Anthony? Well, it's been quite different, certainly to begin with, when we were just posting online and not uh, with with the issue uh, online full sort of imitation newspaper editions. Um, there's obviously a lot more emphasis. Uh, and attention at least from from my perspective from the news section uh, looking at the statistics of um, what articles do well what don't do so well uh, what are good times to post articles uh, what kind of articles do people like to read um, and so on so so just basically moving online and seeing what works and and what doesn't um, unfortunately well I don't know if it's unfortunate I suppose maybe a bit um, it would appear that the, the most read articles are always the ones about cats or uh, other funny, uh, amusing articles, whereas the more serious and uh, hard-hitting investigative pieces uh, don't do quite as well. But that's not to say that we should do more cats articles, though there will always be some. No. I mean, I I would say the uh, like you're you were doing pretty well in terms of numbers with the no detriment policy and things like that. So all those issues concerning students, like our fellow students, are are at least how I like see it on the website. But those are also like kind of no, like popular is, uh, topics. 
That is very true. Um, the, the both both of the no detriment the first two no detriment articles had at least uh one thousand reads on the website, and the other one was yeah. seen like some like three or four thousand times online impressions. So that was, that was quite good. There are exceptions indeed. It's kind of been a shame though the fact that this has been by far the biggest year for news in general ever, and we've not been actually able to be together for it or do any of the like sort of events that we could have done around it or have you on campus reporting more that sort of thing i think we've done the best of what with the card that we've been dealt but there was definitely some scope to do stuff that the pandemic has stopped us but at the same time the pandemic has created the news in the first place so can't really complain that's true yeah and um what, what is uh in the news on campus this week anyway anthony um, well, this week in the uh, in, in the upcoming edition and uh, this week in general, uh, the no detriment policy is still big news. Um, it was discussed at Senate uh, for an academic review last week, and um, I gather it did better than than it did the first time it was discussed last month when it was completely voted down. I wasn't at the first meeting; I was at the second mm-hmm. one, so I'm not really able to compare. And then, of course, student council. Uh, practically unanimously uh, supported the new policy as well. So yeah. uh, I'm sure lots of people will be rooting for that to forum. go through Senate. Yeah. Exactly, 49-4-1. Yeah. Masterfully chaired student council, I must add. But <laughs> oh, the <laughs> chair is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, One day I hope to meet him. Oh, He's my God. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd love to meet him one day as well. But... Uh, yeah. In the effort of maintaining impartiality, he's also not a nice guy. Um, we are apolitical, of course. Um, the um, the no detriment policy, as you said, it's been an issue that's come up. And uh, again, is there is there a clear exit to this now? Is there a clear result, or is it still up in the air? Will will students get a no detriment policy of some sort? Well, I think uh, there's definitely a better chance of it going through now uh, than there was before. Um, the the student campaign has been quite effective, both on yeah. social and in uh, emailing people on Senate and lecturers and it's been a national issue in on, on in, in national media, STV and BBC and the National Union of Students yeah. involved and the University and College Union has been in touch with the local branch to say, guys, you know, this is something we should be supporting. So uh, if, if I was a supporter of uh, the no detriment policy, then I, I, I think I'd be feeling more confident than I was, uh, say, three or four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I've got a little game for you both to play now. Um, we'll go. We'll go to you first, Ishti. What is the name of the new no detriment policy? It's not called the no detriment policy. It's got a big name. Can you remember the name? Yeah, I know. I mean, I can just i i i could quickly search it up on Google, but I think that would be cheating. So I have to admit, I honestly don't know. Okay, Anthony, it's it's all down to you then. Can you name word for word the new no detriment policy? Um, something like protection from disadvantage, mm. and comprehensive um, measures yeah. for consistent assessment in terms of COVID nineteen. It's it's something along those lines. The title that I have, which is different to about three other titles I've been given over the past week, is the the comprehensive measures for fair and consistent assessment in the context of COVID nineteen. So I think we'll take that one as biblical. But We're close enough, close enough, I guess. Actually. I prefer it to no detriment. It'll cut through. <laughs> uh, 
There we are. Uh, and over to you then, uh, Ishti. What, there's not been much news internationally, has there, recently? Well, internationally, well, I mean, there are always things happening around the world. It's just, uh, yeah, our latest article like dates back to a week ago of some sort, but we've got very interesting articles coming up because obviously... Yeah. Stuff happens and and things happen all, all the time all around the world and um, yeah so uh, with this Myanmar going on mm. uh, the UK has just cut funding to Yemen and uh, the Pope has been in Iraq I mean that's a major thing isn't it so that was the whole articles coming up both online and in the next edition on these topics but like aside from that a lot of a lot of other things are, are are happening. So what we're always trying to do is is not just fill up the paper with the necessary amount of articles. We're also like trying to keep a consistent coverage uh, on a website week by week about what happened. Obviously, we are not like a professional news agency, right. so we cannot cover everything, but we'll try our best. What do you mean, Ishi? Of course we are. We, we are the top professional news agency in Aberdeen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, when it comes to Aberdeen news and university news, like obviously that's that's totally true. Uh, when it comes to international news, are I, I, I mean, even if you look at our numbers, like in between the like like reading numbers in in news section and the international section, it's like kind of like you're leading guys by far, but obviously because where else would people get news from university? Whereas, I mean, uh, in, in a recent survey that I conducted of myself, of most trusted news organisations, Gaudi International came on top. Oh, so, oh, well, thank you so much. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so the, no, I mean, we're, we're trying my best. And yeah, if anyone's interested, then please do some in articles because uh, there's no limit of, of anything because international things always happen exactly and something big that's happened internationally this year and domestic or not this year this week uh domestically and internationally is obviously this this interview uh with oprah and prince harry and uh, well yeah um i mean that that has that has gone quite big and has potential massive repercussions for for the uk and and the establishment um this story is going to keep going on and on isn't it anthony it, it it probably is. Um, of course, of course, not to uh, talk about how experienced I am, but uh, I, I remember last year when I was on uh, Radio Five Live talking with yes. uh, the BBC's royal correspondent about what was going on with um, Prince Andrew at the time, and uh -huh. uh, the, the coverage of this compared to that is 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 quite interesting to see how this is seen as far more damaging uh, to members of the royal family than um, having someone associated with uh, a pretty serious criminal is interesting um, attitude taken by much of the press yeah and i think it's the it's the hallmark of a proper journalist be able to relate a a big story to local and that's why i moved on to the royal because obviously they are attached to aberdeen and thus the university of aberdeen balmoral is only a few miles away and uh, the duchess of cornwall is the chancellor of the university i think um, so this all could that's hit right, home yeah. quite quickly. So that's why we've got to be on top of these things as well. Uh, but yeah. Um, also, also coming up... I, I think we in, should uh, interview the Duchess. If, if you can get an interview with the Duchess of Cornwall, I will um, eat a hat. 
life. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I think I think that's that's a firm challenge accepted. Yeah, if you can get an interview with the Duchess of Cornwall. Oh, exactly. I'm, I'm on it. I'm 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 checking her email out right now. Just Duchess of Cornwall at queen.com, I think. I mean gmail.com, yeah. <laughs> no, aberdeen.ac.uk. Well, wow. uh, oh, she must Chancellor at abdn.ac.uk. Jane, that's. I'm not going to check now, but it probably is. So, you know, this is. Probably this is, is yeah. <laughs> and we, we probably should be giving out her email, uh, email address on a, on a podcast, but never mind. There we are. Yeah, so if you want to get in touch with the, uh, the, the Duchess of Cornwall, it's chancellor abdn.ac.uk. Uh, there we are. Just hammer it home there. Um, what else has been? Well, I, mean, I was going to say what else has been happening on campus, but there isn't actually anything happening on campus. Do you think there is a shared sense of of missing campus amongst the student population, Ishti? Definitely. I mean, I miss it, and I know a lot of my fellow students are are also missing it because, uh, yeah, it's just 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 wandering around. Like, still, like I find I, I quite often find myself to just go there and 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 walk outside before I pick up some books from the library, just like five ten minutes, and just like kind of breathe in the air and 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 everything from the university, which I. I miss so much, so it's obviously a very, very challenging time, and uh, there's definitely not help by missing the campus. But oh, I mean, what, what, what else could be done? Yeah, I mean, I was on campus the other day, and it is, it's, it, it's, it's difficult to think that it's almost been a year since we've had it. I mean, with the strikes and stuff last year as well, I think I'm way over a year since my last class physically, anyway. Um, but it is sort of frozen in time. There are posters up that say, you know, campus closed for three weeks or whatever, um, up in front of some buildings, which you sort of just have to laugh at now. The the uh, the the uh, naivety of all of us at the time that this would maybe be over um, a lot quicker than it actually is going to be over. Um, and hopefully, there is a day we get back to campus soon. Uh, but the there there has been issues recently as well with the library and it being over oversubscribed, I guess. Uh, there's been large queues outside the library. That problem's only going to get worse as as dissertations and um, and other deadlines loom for the majority of students. Is there any word from the university, Anthony, on 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 the library and perhaps extending opening hours? I I haven't I haven't seen them um, making any such plans. Unfortunately, I, I don't personally see why they need why why they can only be open for such a short yeah. time do they really need 10 hours every day to to deep clean the university of course it, the the library of course it needs to be cleaned but do they need 12 10 12 hours to do that um the the library at forester hill did open now but even then that's a pretty small library um and even if they did open say taylor i'm not sure that would help a huge amount because because of social distancing restrictions you only be able to fit like 10 people in there at once I mean, if they opened up room booking, I think that's something that would definitely be welcomed by a lot of students. Yeah, because it, it's 10 till 5, Monday to Friday at the moment. It it just seems silly that it's shut at the weekends as well. Um, and it, it is something that seems to be, you know, we can talk about the no detriment policy, we can talk about student elections and that sort of stuff, but the actual things that cut through to annoy students is things like the library not being open. Um all the time as well so that's probably something that the the university needs to, to work on as well have you been have you been hampered by the restrictions surrounding the library at all Ishti? well 
yes, I mean, when when I when I would prefer something to be printed because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that type. I I know it's like very bad for the environment, but I'm that type of guy who likes to read everything in 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 paper and not on a screen. Especially like since in the past year, we've been all reading screens instead of books, basically, and participating online meetings instead of pers- in person meetings. Mm-hmm. So yes, every time I like quickly, I I would need to print something quickly. And then I realized that the library is open from like 10 to 5 on, on, on working days. I'm like, hmm, it, it, it could be a little more stretched out that would help me and I think a lot of others as well. I don't know, maybe, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Um, so to bring it back to the Gaudi uh, and our latest edition, is there, have you got a favorite article? It can be from your section or it can be from another section, uh, Anthony, that you'd like to point um, out and from the from the past edition, yeah. Um. Well, um, from the news section, I I did quite like uh, our front page article by uh, Mireya about the Aberdeen yeah. uni student who was stuck in Heathrow Airport for almost a week because of uh, a change in uh, travel requirements in their home country. Um. In addition to that, I thought the art section and the opine section looked very good. I thought the uh, the opine piece about education in Britain was uh, very topical and interesting. Oh, definitely, absolutely. And um, uh, Ishti, is there anything you'd like to point out as a as a, a highlight in the past edition of the Gaudi for you? The past edition? Well, I guess, I guess all four articles. I mean, my, my co-editor, Marta, did a fantastic piece on um, uh, how is the... I mean, it's not that relevant anymore because it was at the time, how's the UK doing mm. in terms of COVID vaccinations? And... Um, I mean, amongst the firsts in Europe, so that's kind of good. Give gives good hope that, like, hopefully soon we can get back to normal, normal teaching and stuff like that. But it contained like diagrams and exact numbers. It was like a massive one, one page, yeah. one page article. Like, I, I, I promised the editors in chief that international is going to have more pictures in it because they are just like so much full of content but i couldn't fulfill that promise so far but yeah and 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 we've got three other i mean i all, all four were quite amazing as well i mean yeah. just covering what's happening in myanmar what's happening there was also like uh, an article like a very very good uh, piece on uh, the weather in texas and it touched on the um, uh, utility system of Texas and how it's going on compared to other states. Uh, so that was that was that was quite good too. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry about letting down the editors in chief. I do that hourly. <laughs> not an issue. They've not fired me yet, so it's all good with them. To You're be far too invaluable. Well, us, us mere mortals like Ishta, you know, we we could be gone within the hour. I have dirt on them. That's what. That's what it is. I've got. I've got material. Um, to they'll be listening to this, so you know, watch your backs. Um, also, I mean, for me, I'd like to point out uh, the front cover of Ivy was very nice. Uh, that was actually it was one of by the- Amelia, wasn't it? It was. It was by Amelia. So, um, yeah, just wanted to point that out because it's it's been something that's cop- cropped up a lot from people. Also, interesting that we managed to get an interview with. Um, Last month's TikTok star, Nathan Evans, the the sea shanty man. 
That was quite impressive. I can see I where you're going with this, Matthew, with with your uh, favorite new enterprise, the Gaudi TikTok. It's now. Or, or was it was it like was it like a like an introduction, uh, which comes to the fact that you created a TikTok page for the Gaudi? Look, my job here at the Gaudi is to ensure that we 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 get big numbers, and all the kids are on TikTok. That's where we should be. We should get away from this whole idea of being a newspaper and be more than a newspaper. Um, but yes, follow the Gaudi on TikTok, at the Gaudi, funnily enough. Yeah, put a finger down if you've read international news. Put a finger down if you've heard features. I'm writing down these ideas. Doing all these challenges, you know, I get oh, it. I mean, it's the only way forward, uh, I'd say. But um, i just say this. He, he was quite a big TikTok star for a while. He nearly got number one. So it's quite impressive we managed to get him. What, what so does you, it mean to be number one on TikTok? Sorry, I I'm, I'm generally don't know anything about the platform. Well, no, the song that he no, sung... No, you asked it because I don't know either. <laughs> as, as a TikTok creator now, um, I, you know, I'm expecting to be at his level at some point soon. He, he sung Sea Shanties on TikTok. Oh. And, and then he... And then he released a song and that song nearly went to number one in the actual charts. Like oh, the wow. problem. <laughs> That's yeah. impressive. So we got him in the Gaudi. Well, the art section did. Nice. Which is impressive. So on, on that, so Camilla's not had nearly a number one this year. So maybe you can get the Duchess of Cornwall, Camilla to come. Exactly. And I mean, yeah, yeah. If we can get TikTok's number one star, but this guy was a postman, and then he sung a sea shanty on TikTok and has become a star. Is so he I'm a just postman, or, or, or did he give up the, the posting career TikTok. for TikTok? Yeah, he gave it up. So what I'm saying is, at the moment, I'm just a lowly and often forgotten events and social media guy for the Gaudi. But next week, if the TikTok thing kicks off, this you mean someone else have to host the podcast? Or alternatively, alternatively, yeah. Camilla could make it big. If she if she downloaded TikTok, people might actually find out about her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she is she is she is sort of a niche character. I don't think anyone's ever heard of her before. She's a maybe she needs TikTok <laughs> to up her profile a bit. But there we go. Right. Um, we should probably mention as well just before we we finish uh, the student elections are next week. Ooh, favorite um, topic. Well, not my favorite topic. It's the one that I'm being. Um, manhandled into discussing the most recently in both of my roles. Um, student Which election. <laughs> well, I, 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 do you know what? I don't know anymore. I've got so many roles, I'm not sure what they are anymore. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, but, uh, so, so students are electing their uh, president and vice presidents uh, for the um, Students Association. We obviously have to be careful what we say here because the Gaudi is apolitical. So we won't mention any of the candidates' names. But do you think, with everything being online, this will be as a as interesting, as invigorating a debate as as normally it would be physically, Anthony? Um, potentially. Um, I can also potentially see uh, participation going up this year. Um, last mm. year's participation was incredibly low uh the year before that it had gone up but last year i think that was partly to do with the fact that people didn't know was it going to be online was it going to be physical voting um but yeah i, I can see participation potentially going up mm. 
yeah well i mean i suppose we can say hopefully participation does go up it's good to get people yeah, involved with the association as much as possible um you can check out who's running on the ausa website and tomorrow at 3 p.m so tomorrow wednesday the 10th of march 2021 uh, there is a uh, sabbatical q a in hustings um lovely host um as well that'll be live on uh, our social media channels and then following that across the next week the gaudi will be releasing interviews with each of the candidates uh on our social media channels as well so everyone could be as 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 informed as possible and i'm sure in anthony's news coverage as well um we're helping to raise the profile of elections aren't we we certainly are we certainly are there we go perfect uh, anything else either of you want to say on this edition of the Gary podcast um only that if if her royal highness is listening um our email address is news at the gaudi.com uh, we're more than happy to do an interview and we can also hook you up for the uh, for the tiktok videos so we do get in touch and if Perfect. you want to write yeah. for the news section do also get in touch at that email or uh gaudi news on facebook i think the duchess of cornwall's too busy to write for the news section or was that a wide I, I don't know do you, do you think so yeah, I mean, Philip's weekly doing column, maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah, weekly column. That'd be interesting if we could get that. I'd eat two hats <laughs> mm. live. And Ishti, uh, do you want to call out international and production? Yes. Uh, yeah, please do come and join us, guys. Really, it's it's fun and it's uh, it's a very good thing to to see your name in printing, you know, and. Um, I mean, it's 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 not just for resume purposes. It's like also good when like you're on a date and you're just like uh, show, showing it to your your counterpart. Like, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm, this is my name in print for the Gaudi, and they they they're gonna be like, oh wow. So sorry, sorry. So you on a date yeah, inconspicuously yeah. opening the newspaper so they can see your name there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just definitely. Yes, I mean, tr- trust me, guys. It works. I've tried it. So, so on a date, you you go out to, to a restaurant and you just have a Gaudi in your pocket and you whip it out upon the table and uh, yeah, and, it, you know. it it gives a very good like starting topic, you know, like it it just slips away this awkward silence at the beginning of each and every date, you know. So there is right there's something right away you can start talking about. I mean, I suggested a Gaudi dating night to uh, to to the co-editors the other day. And they said no, but Ishti, you've proved that it works, and thus we should move on to immediately planning that. Certainly, I mean, <laughs> tune in again uh, for the next podcast for for more dating advice. <laughs> yeah, we we should go into dating advice anyway. Uh, thank you both for joining me, and uh, yes, and make sure you subscribe to the Gaudi Podcast and get in touch with us on our social media channels if you're interested in joining Scotland's longest running student newspaper, according to the Guardian. Uh, as well. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.